Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This week in League, fringe first graders rush to take photos of themselves with the homeless as Billy Slater is tipped as Craig Bellamy's successor. As a bald failure who has taken it in every orifice, Michael Maguire plays Will Smith as his new bodyguard. Robbie Farrow clarifies he wasn't pointing to the coach's box, but merely pointing out the distance between A and B defenders. Plus, we look ahead to all the action for round four of the 2022 NRL season. Welcome to episode 450 of This Week in League, I'm Matt. And I'm Jay. <laughs> and I'm Glenn. That was You're a, right, Glenn? Oh, it's a very pregnant pause there, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> episode, episode 450, which is, which you know, frankly, you know, by, by sheer coincidence, corresponds to the number of minutes it took to <laughs> get, get fucking started tonight. <laughs> 450. Yeah. What an accomplishment. How good. We would all like to sign off now and give you nothing but an hour of montages of previous episodes. See you yeah. next week. So, <laughs> so, so, if a, uh, so if a listener, like uh, long, long-term listeners, if you could uh, formulate montages in your head and, uh, <laughs> and send and them through them for the next hour. <laughs> well, don't send them through. Just just, in, just uh, think of your favorite moments and uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez after episode 430 I really felt they phoned it in <laughs> <laughs> yeah I really I mean like, like pers- personally I only, I only really pay attention to the to the round numbers coming up when they're actually like you know the hundreds um but uh yeah these 450s are it's a minor milestone it's the type of milestone that the you know that they'd announce they, they'd talk about it a little bit on TV uh, they may not you know, have a special song and dance, but you know, pre-game about it. The commentators might ask you about it in the pre-match interview, though, and your teammates probably wouldn't play especially hard to get the win. It's not as important as a nice round number, unless it was think. the Tigers, in which it wouldn't matter. They wouldn't put any yeah. effort in whatsoever, regardless. Wouldn't of matter if the it was a, a fifty, a hundred, or even a thousand. <laughs> it could be the fucking death of one of the hosts. They wouldn't put in a fucking effort. Well, that, that's that's exactly it. I mean, it would. I mean, that's, that that would be a fair a fair uh, comparison, though. Like, you know, if, if you know, God forbid, you know, something happened to Glenny. Why did it have to be me? Why well, did you have I to wanted, single me out? Because because I'm trying to correlate you to Tommy Radonikus. Gotcha. Okay. No, fair call. Please <laughs> I mean, continue. We talking about the Tigers. We're talking about the Tigers. Why couldn't you fucking correlate Jay to Ben Alexander? Why did it have to be me and Tommy? Because I can well, handle like, my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, that was that, that were probably last words as well, Jay. If, you, if, if, if we're being serious, uh, I mean, everyone everyone thinks they can when they take, but um, yeah, now we're way off track. 
and way on brand. Um, well, look, this week, we out, are, of, out of the three of us, only yeah. only one of us has ever ended up in the hospital because they had trouble understanding how their body goes to the toilet. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it was more an understanding of why my body wasn't going to the toilet was, was probably the reason I ended up in hospital. I appreciate the sentiment that. Oh, do you see that news story though? Like, just it was just the other day. It was, it was like, was it a Brazilian chick or something? A model, like an Instagram model or something? And she was, yeah, she didn't want to fart in front of her boyfriends. Like, she was embarrassed or whatever. She just, she didn't want to fart in front of this new new boyfriend. So she was like, just not farting to the extent where the, there was like, yeah, such a significant buildup that it put her in hospital. Wow. Yeah. Like, so um, you know, have you have you tried that as a reference point, Glenny? Not farting. No, well, no. Have you have you said to Nicolin that you know becoming a Brazilian can model? You, can you can you please choke me? At, at least I don't have a fart fetish. <laughs> oh fucking Jesus! Yeah, no, that'd this be. Is, I'd, I'd this love is that. the thing. It's not. He's not. Get, it, he's not. He's not avoiding the choking because he thinks it'll you know it, it'll like offend yeah his wife or something. He's he's not even he's not even bringing it up. Like it's not like like at, at, like, at all. Why Nathan even... so kindly is offering to broach the subject on my behalf with my wife to her utter yeah. fucking horror. Say 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 the word. I'll 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 send her a fucking TED talk <laughs> extolling the virtues oh, of, yeah. of erotic asphyxiation. Just remember, Glenny. <laughs> squeeze the sides. Don't press the front. <laughs> That's all it is. Oh, I appreciate the coaching. How good! <laughs> if you right. got, if you want to do a fully clothed run through, we'll give you a live coaching session. <laughs> Are you going to choke me, mate? How good! I've got half <laughs> fucking nasty just thinking about that. <sighs> right, round four coming up this week. <laughs> Rugby league's happening, fellas. Did you know? <laughs> Have you ever heard about that thing? Call footy. Um, this, you know, part part of our, our our slow slow start, like when we were setting up for this episode, uh, came from the absolute lack of news. I mean, we kind of spoke about um, because we were late on recording the other episode this week. You know, we had the verdict in that it was six weeks for for Mitch Barnett. So we, you know, we knew that. Um, my God, there's so much opinion related content at the moment and presenters on Fox television show content at the moment. Yeah. In, and in the middle of that, we have an a- absolute absence of actual news. So is there anything that you want to talk about? Is that the news story? You know, and I know we started on it a couple of episodes ago, but just the fact that the state of fucking sports journalism in this country is so fucking bad that more people would listen to this episode than would read a fucking mainstream journalism publications footy stories. Like you look at yeah, you, look on look on the on Fox one hand, News page. Yeah, the, the Fox the Fox News one is a is a is a particularly special little fucking jewel out there to look at so, because all of the news on there at the moment you could probably do a count you've got it open haven't you you could well, do a count I'm going back the, to it so let me, and the let amount me of stories you, are just generated from their panel shows and the arguments their panel show hosts have between yeah. each other on the panel shows so here we go the first story Ennis calls on Brooks to depart Tigers right so there's one. Second story 
Ennis hits back at Benji's Walker defense, offers solution to struggles. No wonder people, no wonder they love Ennis despite, you know, everyone on social media is saying, you know, why has this guy fucking got a job? Yeah. I'll tell you why. He generates so much content for their print arm. Um, the next one is Benny Elias talking about the Tigers, who is also a regular panelist on their TV shows. Like, fucking hell. All it is. And it's that bullshit stuff. Then you go to NRL videos. Mm-hmm. Ennis fires back at Benji over Walker. <laughs> Ennis tells Brooks to get out of Tigers. Like, fucking seriously. Mick Ennis is the media now. Yeah, far out. Move over, Rupert. Corey Parker has says he is like Wayne at the Broncos and urged the Tigers to cut Madge loose and install Sheens. Fucking hell. Yeah. Yep. So that's news. What a fucking state of news. And look, uh, and look, look. Our intention is to speak about news stories on Wednesdays, but yep. unless we kick off at five to ten, in which case, fuck that news. Oh, it's not even that. <laughs> really? I mean, like if we kicked off at eight o'clock tonight, I mean, what is there to talk? What 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 news do you, would you really want to talk about on there? No, fuck all. Yeah. There's too, too much shit about the Tigers. There's, there's everything nothing, speculation. Nothing. Everything exactly. speculation. Is Billy exactly. Slater going to be Bellamy's replacement? Who who fucking knows? Yeah. And that's if he doesn't extend again or whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Right, so um, I want to move ahead to round four, fellas. And uh, Let's. the first game that we're going to have on Thursday night down there at uh, at Hope Solo. Are you going to be there, Glenny? Can't probably make it down, can you? Thursday night? No, nah, I, I don't think. It's struggle, I'm honest with you. Not going to knock off, knock off at lunchtime and head down the mountain? No. Big day tomorrow. Don't think I'll get there. Unfortunately. Big day tomorrow, right? The Gold Coast Titans are playing the West Tigers <laughs> down there at Hope Solo. And uh, the Titans side, uh, they are without Jaden Campbell this week with a rib injury, which uh, makes it very fortuitous timing for the signing of Jermaine Osako because he will make his debut for the Titans at fullback. Um, and uh, Smooth Corey is back as well on the wing. And... Uh, Philip Sammy is out. How did, how did Corey Thompson become Smooth Corey? I, I don't know. Just start calling Smooth Corey. <laughs> <laughs> it's, look, Corey Norman know, retires some... and his nickname gets fucking passed around. Like exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so, what else do we got here? Um, Isaac Liu is out. Um, Joloff starts prop. Wallace joins the bench. And uh, the Tigers side. So, Roberts returns in centre. Malmalo oh, returns on the wing. And uh, Tuilangi, the shining light of 2022, returns. Garner and Seafarth push back to the bench. Uh, Toa and Simkin out of the 17. Musgrove starts at prop with uh, Stefano out injured. So, Glenny. West Tigers have, a, uh, again. Have, a, have a nasty habit over the last, well, for the entire history of... Um, Managing to play both teams and also individual players right back into form. So teams can be fucking struggling, can't beat anyone, got a dozen players out, they play the Tigers and smash them. Players could be 
getting hammered in the media for form slump over how it, over a season, two seasons. They play the Tigers and have an absolute fucking blinder. Their career's back on track. I Can anticipate... I just, let's be just clear to start with, though, Glennie. The Titans are in pretty good form at the moment. Exactly. But Dave Taylor... I'm struggling. Uh, Dave Taylor. Dave, that's quite ironic. Dave Fafita yeah. is in a, probably a little bit of a patch at the moment where he hasn't really been hitting the heights that rugby league fans and Titans fans uh, would expect from him. And this is exactly the type of game that I expect David Fafita to run for about 300 metres, score two tries, kill seven people, and... Um, I just don't see that the Tigers, based on the way they've played the first three weeks of the season, um, certainly the last two, uh, putting up much resistance to that. And I would imagine someone like Dave Taylor would look at the Tigers and uh, those A and B defenders mm. that could be in trouble. You would hope by this stage of the season, though, it's starting to mean more to the Tigers. Losing. Like Nate's right. There's There's really no pressure on the Titans. No one's looking at them and saying, well, you know, we are, but but there's not this general thing of, oh, you're underperforming, crisis talks, you know, pull pull your head out, you need to improve. Um, no, I, don't, I don't think the Titans as a team are, are travelling poorly at all. Not at all. But Look, they can't. They're, they're not going great defensively, let's be honest. But neither are the Tigers. This game has shootout written all over it. Yeah. But I think that the Titans have far more shots to fire. So when I say shootout, it'd be a, like a like a 30-something to teens, perhaps, you yeah. know? And Noffer to score a try in junk time. 74th minute. And then do that yeah. do that thing where he holds the fucking logo and looks at the crowd like, yeah, I fucking told you. I That's after doing, told the, you. after doing the open arms thing, like, you know, where yeah. the fuck were you to his <laughs> yeah. defenders when tries are going in, you know? Junk time, a luma. Um, but yeah, yeah, unfortunately, the Tigers are going to bring Luke Brooks to a gunfight. And um, I, I, I cannot, with all fucking due respect... I'll be surprised if the uh, if the Tigers win this game the way they've been going. Yep, I remember them even even without due respect and staring down the barrel and absolute flogging. You'd still tip them. Yes, whatever you're that, right. Glennie. So young, so full of hope. <laughs> <laughs> Unravaged by the fucking miseries that life has Buddy, to offer. This is the hashtag de- defeated season. Hashtag defeated post pandemic, Glennie. <laughs> it's just a, just a broken man. <laughs> The uh, moving on to the pub slot game, the Sharkies take on the Knights, and uh, this one, the Sharkies lineup: Talakai moves to the centres because Connor Tracy is out injured. Wilton slots into the vacant second row spot, and Ikavalu is out with an ankle complaint, and the Moot is back on the wing. Mm. Knights Pong is named again. Let's see if he withdraws uh, just before game time again, as he has done. Uh, Brody Jones comes in for Mitch Barnett, who of course uh, is in jail, and. Uh, <laughs> So I say Sue on the bench, and uh, look, probably not a sick. I don't think this. You know, we say the pub slot game, but I mean maybe it was when they scheduled it pre-season. Mm. But this is shaping up as a as a, a pretty good match, and two of the two of the better form sides yeah, uh, in the competition at the moment. I see the Knights were like a, a fairly heavy underdogs on the betting when I was putting my tips in uh, this morning. Um, surprisingly so. $2, I'm not saying that they should $2, be favourite. Seventy-five outsiders. Yeah, and like I'm not saying they should be favourites by any stretch of the imagination, but this is a game that I see as 
you know, potentially, you know, very evenly matched. I mean, the way the Knights competed after being a man down was uh, was pretty good last week. And, you know, the, they had the momentum and, and I think we're in front of the scoreboard when that, you know, grub shot actually happened and rubbed yeah. them out of the game. So um, Sharkies, obviously, you know, their form has been uh, terrific. I mean, they, you know, they had the hard-fought win over the, over the Eels and then they came back last week and just, you know, poured it on and, and their, their attack really clicked. Um, so who you got for this one? I th- I'm going to back the Knights here just based on them, you know, again, I think they know they wasted an opportunity last week. Yeah. And they'll be really keen to get their season back on track. They were, the you know, one of the last two undefeated teams. Um, there's really nowhere on the field that I can see Cronulla has a massive advantage. You know, in, in the forwards, you know, Newcastle's forwards have been doing a good job. Um, yeah, maybe at hooker, and and you might you might rate Nico over Clune. Well, yeah, def- most definitely, you know. But Clune's been playing out of his fucking skin though. So yeah, but um, Nico, so Nico though, he's been great. Too. Yeah, again, correct. But yeah, I don't like. I don't understand. The, like, what, there's no what, obvious what point the bookies... right where the Sharks should be favourites is what I'm trying to get what, to. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, what are the what are the what are the bookies? You know. You've given we know that they, you know, the, the way that they work. I mean, that's a, a, a large spread for like early Definitely. odds, but you know, for a game, yeah. you know, like it's, it seems far larger than than I would have anticipated because I mean, like, you're not telling me Mitch Barnett is this fucking factor. That, no. You know, I, I think the I think the playing group will feel a lot better without him this week. Yep. And you know, try and make an example of you know, like he's not here. He robbed us of our chance to compete last week. And so they come in with a bigger chip on the shoulder. But yeah, I don't, I don't think that they should be as far underdog as they are. And I think they've got a massive chance of winning. And, I, and like, I'm like you, Step Dad. I'd probably favour them too. Mm. How about you, Lenny? Yeah, I'm going to go with Sharks. And I think it'll be a tightly contested game. Um, but I think Nico Hines' form to start the season is um, he's too good to pass up. So I'll tip the Sharks. Righto, moving on to the late game on Friday. The Penrith Panthers take on the South Sydney Rabbitohs out there in Penrith. And the Panthers line up. Cleary, straight back in at seven. Sean O'Sullivan Sullivan out of the squad altogether. No love, no respect. Uh, Chris Smith failed the concussion protocol after the high shot from Barnett. So he's gone. So Sorensen starts back row. Lindsay Smith, the new interchange player. Uh, the Rabbitohs side, unchanged. Unchanged, mm. not a thing to report. This is this is going to be a, a cracker of a match and a fucking danger game for Penrith, just based on the form both of them showed last week. Obviously, the game Penrith played was vastly different to the one that Souths played, um, but they are back so fucking close to the form that got them into the grand final last year. And Plus, there is that kind of grand final rematch, you know, thing that they pump up. Yeah, you know. and you remember it happened sort of about this time last year when Penrith played Melbourne. Yep. you know, and and they went there and they just wanted it more. They just out enthused Melbourne in all of these little areas. You know, clear his first game back, so he doesn't have as much runs under his legs. Um, look, yeah, I obviously want Penrith to win, but I'm actually going to tip South here. Really. Oof. What? What? That's fucking. You said you're at the gym. You were on the fucking glass barbecue, motherfucker. No, no, no. no. Is this a? Is this a fucking? This? This is this a first? 
just based. No, not at all. Thirteen plus. Put your fucking doing, house on it. But <laughs> you're doing something special for the fucking four fifty, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Well, yeah. Again, look over and let me just bring the the teams up. But um, look, Fish is 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 an issue. Like the the you know he. Yeah, he's in there in twenty four, the so I don't, he's, he's not exactly. ready to come. I don't think he's ready to come back. No, he's not. He's a hundred percent not. Yeah, and he like he's he's named on the extended or in the reserves, but yeah, no way, no way he fucking plays. Um, what they really miss when he's gone, and it sucks that they've lost him and Moses at the same time, is that fucking one two punch. Because when they've got that starting pack on the field, it is just an impregnable wall in defence, and yep. it just rolls. It I will rolls. say that Eisenhuth is nothing like no. those two blokes. No, not he, at all. He's, and, and I'm not diminishing him as a footballer, but by pure comparison, yeah, he does not it. bring any of that to the table. <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, and, and as great as Sorensen's been, he's not a Capewell. Mm. Yeah. Um and and probably has a few more errors in him at inopportune times um over the last little while. So it's is a vastly understrength Penrith side that's taking on a South Sydney side um that has something to prove. And especially the Trell. We spoke in, in Monday's episode about how he is when he's just in that fucking happy zone with enough of a chip on his shoulder to get him to do amazing things and not enough to tip him over the edge into brain snaps. Mm. And the fact that he missed the grand final last year, I think would be weighing heavily on him. I think I'll, if, if South win this game, I'll change my opinion on on where they're at quite dramatically, but I'll tip Penrith purely for the Cleary factor. factor. Um, and I think Kikau will need to have a big game. Um, but I think Cleary... Cleary gets Penrith over the, over the hump in in this game against CS. So I think his control um, by comparison with Ilias and and Walker purely from from that halves perspective, I think that'll be enough. Yep. Yeah. The thing the thing about this game is also I'm not con, you know I'm not convinced like one outing in a grudge match makes South Sydney's form real. I mean they were they if were if they were to win week. you say. If they, if they won won this game, yeah, sure. Okay. But I'm not I'm not convinced enough yet to say, oh yeah, they're going to win. This okay. Week. So you're saying last week yeah. the grudge match? Yeah. 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 And I mean, because this because this one's not a lifelong grudge match. This is just like the the grand final rematching yeah, points. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like um, it's it's like it's not like this you know hundred year fucking thing. Yeah. Or you know twenty year thing because South had only been in the comp since what two thousand. So yeah, it's the mm. comic so, comic yeah. book of feuds. Yeah, exactly. Um, so look, I'm 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 going Panthers. I mean, you, you can't go past the, the you know the Panthers until they give you a reason to. Um, the Warriors take on the Broncos, moving along to Saturday afternoon down there at Redcliffe, future home of the Dolphins. Uh, the Warriors side, Bailey Sirinan is out. Murchie is promoted to the bench, and uh, Sean Johnson he's there in the twenty four. Maybe a chance for an early return. We'll see, but uh, otherwise unchanged from the side that uh, was. Victorious in that absolute, I don't know what you want to call it, from uh, against the West Tigers last weekend. Uh, the Bronco side. So Capewell is uh, in the reserves with a calf injury, unlikely to play. 
Flegler's mm-hmm. back. Ryan James will start at prop. Uh, Rabadi is listed on the bench at the expense of Corey Jensen. I think this the, is one of those both teams were, were ordinary last week. <laughs> the Warriors yeah. still managed to win, um, mm-hmm. which, was, as I said the other night, uh, <clears throat> says a whole lot more about how bad the Tigers were than, than the Warriors. But I think Brisbane's Brisbane ceiling at the moment, I feel, is is just that bit higher than where the Warriors are at. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think they'll be looking to, to right that ship from last week, and I think Brisbane yeah. will win. Which is funny because if you look, look if you look on paper, the Warriors should be one of the most exciting young teams in the competition. Mm. Just with the the excitement they've got and the the exuberance and energy out the back with guys like Walsh. Um, you know, Harris Tavita in the six. But then they go and within their own fucking team, they offset that with cunts like Lodge. Now, we've all had a bit to say about Matt Lodge. But in that game against the Tigers last week, he is just so fucking unsuited for the direction that the game's taken in mm. the last three years. Mm. Yeah. Like, it is just not fit enough not mobile enough. Which is ironic because when he came into first grade at the Tigers, he was yeah. renowned as, you know, this massive human with, with a massive motor. Mm. But that clearly hasn't evolved and now the game has yeah. and he's he's now not fit enough. That's it. So um but even even in terms of like the great the great battering rams of the league at the moment. Like you've got you know, big Nas, you've got Papali'i, um your JT, like those those guys that are just like just their size, that he's he's not even ranking up there with with those guys. That comes so, back to his fitness, though. Yeah. Um, yeah. I honestly don't think that he's. He, I don't think he even has the ceiling of those guys, even if it was a fitness thing. Yeah. I think even he, even if he was twice as fit as those guys, he like I just don't. He doesn't have the leg drive or any of that shit. You no, know what I mean? That's it. So. Um, yeah, Glenny, I agree with you. I think the Broncos have got much more to grow in them than, than the Warriors yep. do at the moment. So, tipping Broncos. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Tony Staggs took like he, he took a bit of a beating in the media over you know over his game. And I, I think I think his problem is not necessarily uh, you know I, I, he's obviously a talented player, but his finishing is fucking terrible. Yeah, it is, and I think that like like and it's and not and not necessarily him finishing off tries, but him throwing the last pass after he makes a break, yeah, shit like that. Like he, there were so many like poor passes, forward passes, just bombed shit, just because he's really he's quite a poor finisher, and um, I think once he works on that, once he once he eradicates that, yep. he'll uh, he'll start to you know be worth what the Broncos are paying. I think I'll last say. week will be a, a blip on the the radar of Reynolds' time at the Broncos. I agree. But I also feel like, I don't know that Katoni, the big knock on Stags last week was, and, and the commentators were like, you know, look at the great Brisbane centres and, you know, Justin Hodges had come, always come looking for the ball and a dummy half run and, and Katoni Stags is, is not that guy. And I think it no, really comes down to someone like Reynolds getting in his ear and finding moments to drag him into the game and then allowing his skill and ability to shine through. I, I just don't know that he has 
maybe it's a football IQ thing at this level or, or whatever it might be, but he's not going to get there himself. He needs an experienced player to to take him under their wing and, and show him the way as to how... And Reynolds is that guy. He's played with some, some fucking wonderful um, centres in his career. Um, I just I feel like it's, you know, expecting Stags to just get that skill completely of his own accord is, is a bridge too far. I think the other thing about that game last weekend with Stags was he definitely got caught up in the battle of the egos yeah against That's Val it. and like it was that they were like looking for each other and trying you know trying to put one over it you know and that that sort of thing and I, you know maybe he's he's too green or you know mentally he's not up to it but he yeah he was worse for it yeah um whereas Holmes played the best game Best game he's played since in, uh, in since he was in Oregon. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're saying Broncos on that one there, and um and, and look, let's face it, it's almost a home game for the Broncos anyway. Mm. I mean, they can treat the whole camp and everything. They can treat it like a home, you know, like a home game and just yeah, drive exactly. up there on the day. Yeah. So nice, easy one. The moving on to Saturday afternoon, the mighty Manly Seagulls take on the Canberra Raiders at Mudgee, the traditional yearly trip out to Mudgee, and. Um, the same team list, uh, 17 for Manly as last week. Uh, we've got uh, Alloy A is on the bench, so returning from suspension. He's listed in reserves. I think that, uh, you know, fitness pending, I think he'll get uh, pushed into the 17 pretty quickly because, they, I mean, he'll be uh, crucial in tightening up the middle for the side. Uh, look, I've heard some other things about the team list, and I guess we'll see what happens when the list gets reduced. But given the, like, three missed tackles or five missed tackles and, and three mistakes uh, from Morgan Harper last week, his position is very fucking shaky at the moment, so much so that um, that Tolu Kaula was playing for Blacktown on, fuck, what was it, Monday night, I think, for um, uh, in Reggie's. And he was taken from the field before half time at Desi's request. So, and he's he's in the he's he's been in the in the twenty four you know all games this season. He was into fourteen, I think, one of the matches earlier on in the year. But uh, there is a chance that he may come into the side. And I heard a rumor that one of Manly's centers actually has the Coviche, and he may come in at his expense. So we'll see what happens as the as the team list gets uh, shrunk down. But uh, that's something you know. Hope you know the Manly fans would probably love to hear. I mean, because everyone, you know, Cooler was getting so hyped up by the media in the preseason, and uh, I think people just waiting for him to debut. Um, the Raiders side, yeah. Uh, Seb Chris is out of the squad. Uh, Nick Chotrich is named on the wing uh, after his uh, late withdrawal last week, and uh, otherwise it looks like they're fairly as per program. Um, yeah, this is a. It always seems to be the Mudgy game. It always seems to be a uh, a Canberra game, I think. Um, so, always a good battle. Always usually has a bit of spice and a bit of NRL chaos and a bit of niggling shit. And uh, I expect plenty of that again this time. Uh, I think if Manly can just maintain their d- defensive effort over the vast majority game like they did last week. I think the Raiders at the moment are very much in that emotional state of a team where they need something to happen for them. And when it does, they can, you know, build momentum and sort of get themselves kick-started and ride a wave. 
I think that uh, if Manly was to somehow get out to like a twenty-two nil lead, you know, just prior to halftime, I don't think it's they more chance of think... being one hundred and twenty-two nil than it is of being twenty-four twenty-two. How many? Yeah, how many yeah, tries did second... you score against the Bulldogs? Two. Okay, it's so why do you think fucking rain? So in a whole game against the Bulldogs, why do you think you'd scored that many tries against the Raiders? I didn't say. I didn't say how many times I was going to score against the Raiders. We said if you can get out to a, a, a lead. I was talking about the game that they played against the Titans. I said if we were to get out to a twenty-two nil lead, then they would be they wouldn't be relinquishing it. Glennie knew because he literally just carried on and finished the analogy for oh. me. Yeah, no, but I'm, I'm saying how I am saying how you're unlikely there, it is. You say you say you say you're at the dairy. Lead. You say you're a Dairy Queen, but I mean you're you're fucking you're actually working in a in, down at the Haterade factory, filling <laughs> bottles with your fucking ridiculous selling toxic popcorn juice. at the cunt circus. <laughs> do, you, do you know where Dairy Queen is? <laughs> Dairy Queen exists in the real world. So, um, I think Manly's let down most of the year has been their forwards. Exactly. And if Canberra, if Canberra can get up and get on top early. In the forwards, um, there's some points in them. There's some fucking holes in Manly around the edges where Whiten likes to probe. I'm going to tip Canberra. Do so at your peril, sir. Manly's certainly not back yet, but I really want to see what happens to the team list because if my confidence levels, if fucking Alloy A gets back into the side... And then that that necessitates the dropping of like you know one of the fringe back rows that they've got in there at the moment, and just yeah, incre- and that's what I really want to see. And I want to see what happens around the centres as well because I'd love to see Cooler getting Cooler getting his start. Look, I mean, there's going to be growing pains as with any new young player who's making like their NRL debut, uh, you know, essentially, especially yeah. if he's starting because I mean he's only had five minutes I think off the bench in one of the games. Um, you know, that's fraught with danger as well, but. Um, you know, you got to love it when a, a guy actually gets his go, especially with Desi, who's kind of very, like, he's not a reactionary coach. Like, he really takes his time, you know, before, you know, blooding youngsters and stuff like that. So, um, hopefully he gets his, the, the thing I'm most excited for, hopefully he gets his run. And uh, and then, yeah, I just want to see the trajectory keep moving, as it has over the last couple of weeks. And uh, I, um, I, I think Tom was was good enough in those conditions last week and and certainly was had a high involvement level in that game whilst as I said the conditions didn't really suit um, his game as much as as a dry track obviously but um, I think based on that performance last week I think he'll he'll have a big game I think manly will be too strong for Canberra right. Saturday evening, the North Queensland Cowboys, high, riding high up there at the uh, abattoir. Welcome the Sydney Roosters, the uh, Cowboys squad, as you would expect, unchanged. Why change a winning fucking combination? And the Roosters, mm. Fletcher Baker's out. Uh, Saluka Fafita replaces him on the bench. Otherwise, very stable as well, which is kind of a novelty, I guess, for the Roosters when you look at the last 18 months. So, big test for the Cowboys. I mean, they uh, bullied Canberra and they followed that up with a, a wonderful performance to, to blow Brisbane away at home last weekend. Yep. 
now they're coming up against a team where isn't in their I'd say that that isn't in their bracket. That's a, that's a team that exceeds their projected bracket significantly, and so yep. that's the real it's a really big test. I mean, Cowboys have got the best defense in the comp at the moment too, mm. um, in terms mm. of points conceded. So I guess we'll find out where they really are. I think the Roosters should win, but there's been uh, there's been patches of certainly last week um, where just uncharacteristic mistakes, um, and Cowboys showed that you know with a weight of possession and and a bit of a role like like many sides in the comp that if you give them that opportunity that they've got some players that can really take advantage of that and hurt you so. Um, I will tip the Roosters, but they if they have you know large patches of a game or, or a match where um, they are dropping those balls you know in their own territory and the Cowboys can get camped down there, I think the Cowboys are a, a shot at um, at knocking them off. Yeah, look, I agree. Uh, but if the Roosters have shown us one thing this season is that they can take some lessons from the week prior and mm. really change course quickly. And, and really get a focus in yep. the areas that they need to focus in. So, um, yeah. just based on coaching, you can't go past the Roosters here. Yeah, and, and funny you mentioned coaching too. I think one of the subplots of the game this week is that um, Trent has got the Coviche, and he'll have to you know coach them remotely or you know whatever, as he is in a, is in, a, in isolation at the moment. So, um, also just looking at the Cowboys' expanded team list, were you aware that Brendan Elliott? Is not retired and he's in the Cowboys organization at the moment. Jesus Christ! I saw I saw Brendan Elliott in twenty one. I'm like, that can't be like the one that played for Manly a couple of years ago, surely. Yeah, fuck. But as I as I look online, he went over and played in the Super League in twenty twenty one, and then he came back and around Australia Day, the Cowboys uh, announced that they had signed him. So there you go. Yeah, good uh, on you, look, Cowboys. Look, uh, Sydney Roosters, I think to win. But like I just I'm I'm interested to see how the Cowboys go. I treat this as their first big test. They've had some excellent performances. Like and it's not like they weren't like it wasn't like they were they were beating up on shit teams necessarily. I mean these are teams that we thought would be ahead of them by the end of the season. Yeah. And uh, and like particularly impressive that that win against Canberra um, two weeks ago. So this is the first big test, and let's see how they go. Moving on to Sunday's games, the Melbourne Storm take on the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs down at the Korean Housewife. The Melbourne Storm side um, have dropped Meany and Lewis to the reserves due to the returns of Harry Grant and Xavier Coates. Brandon Smith drops to the bench. Harry Grant will start at hooker. The Canterbury-Bankstown side, Hetherington out for the season. Not via suspension, as you may suspect, but because (laughs) of his glenoid fucking... (laughs) It's a nasty glenoid. It is a nasty glenoid. He got he got fancy. Thought he was built for the MI. Picked up a shovel. Out for the season. It's the way it happens. It's the way it happens. Um, So Corey Waddell starts in the second row. Yeah, that's how you did. (laughs) Luke Thompson starts a prop, and uh, Glenn's old mate Aversia Manafanai in seventeen. Still going. Hockendor. Yes, that's another one of those. Oh, my God. Um, Ockenbohr and Avarillo are listed in the reserves after being dropped last week. Uh, I believe that Avarillo killed it in Reggie's. So maybe he's just one of those players that lives in the lives in no the, man's uh, land. gully between grades, yeah, where he's just he's too good for Reggie's. But uh, 
not got you know not quite good enough for first grade or or you know what maybe he's good enough for first grade and he's just got a shit coach who dropped him after two games and was super reactionary. <laughs> I and, don't even um, think it's that. I don't, I don't. I think he's. <laughs> I don't even know what his right position is, but it's not in the fucking halves. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, so the Storm beaten at home last week in Golden Point extra time in a game that they certainly controlled for large portions. And uh, look, I you would imagine that with the players coming back, particularly with Harry Grant coming back, I mean, which is an excellent in for any side, with his return and that rotation with uh, and, and the two-prong attack they run at the same time, often with um, Brandon and Harry Grant on the field, like the dogs are... The dogs have defended resolutely. I believe they have the second best defense in the competition at the moment. But I think that that figure may be um, blown out and and uh, eradicated over the eighty minutes against the Storm. Yeah, that's it. You can't. Yeah, it, Lightning would have to strike every player on the team for the Storm to drop this game. Fatally though, like it, like they could still yeah. win if they had Burns. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love how you had to clarify (laughs) that the lightning strike must kill them. Yeah, yeah. It actually has to kill them. Yeah, like (laughs) such is your disdain for a Trent Barrett coach side. No, no, no. Such is if any of them survive, they will still win the game. No, no, it's got no, it's got nothing to do with Trent. It's got nothing to do with anything other than the fact that I think the Storm are that much better than the Bulldogs. Yeah, that's, like, that's, that, that's literally yeah. all there is to it. It's it's one of the best teams in the competition against one of the worst teams in the competition. That's just that's just the golf, man. That's the disparity. Um, yep. <laughs> and uh, it's a shame. It's a shame that uh, with the return of um, Xavier Coates, that Nick Meany didn't get to have his revenge game. And uh, and and that feel like you know have or, or you know when it, in the case of players you know like uh, George Jennings and you know uh, Remus Smith and and Meany, it's more like the the how the other live game how the other half live game <laughs> where they get this, where they've where they've toiled through the through the tough garbage years and now they're actually you know yeah you know, finding success at a, at a good club, um, but for revenge games it is the Foxes' revenge game. It and, is. You know, re- Remember, it was about it was about this time last season where he where he scored like those six tries in the in the game, and I remember people joking at the time, it was like saying, "Yeah, he's just bulking up on the tries now because he's not going to get any when he's at the dogs." Yeah. Anyway, as we move to in the conclusion of the first month of the 2022 NRL season, Josh Adokar has exactly zero fucking tries to his name, so maybe it wasn't yeah, that far fuck. from the truth. Melbourne by a million. Correct. The eels agreed. Take on yep. The, the eels take on the dragons at uh, in Parramatta and um, the Parramatta side riding high, of course. And their lineup only, I think, what have we got here. So Ryan Madison has come into the fifteen, replacing Ray Stone, uh, the hero, like you know, club legend Ray Stone, and uh, Cartwright comes into sixteen ahead of Greg and the St George side. Okay, Cody Ramsey's out with a hamstring injury. So uh, Matt Fienai is named on the wing in his place. Jaden Sewer suspended, of course. So Jetski starts in the back row for him. <sighs> Big oof. And uh, Aaron Woods yeah. is their new bench forward. <laughs> that alone wow. is enough for me to tip para. 
other than they get, get, another thirty they, reasons, but that's good oh enough. Oh boy, for me. When, you, when you when you talk about players that have motors, oh boy. <laughs> Aaron Woods is not that guy. Yeah, I think uh, after being ambushed against the Sharks, having that epic and you know surely massively morale boosting win against the Melbourne Storm in their in their home. I think the Eels will feel that this is a chance to really assert how on track they are in season 2022. Yep. And it's a great opportunity, I think, for them to work on the defensive deficiencies that have plagued them over the first couple of rounds, yep. while at the same time reveling in the fact that they found their attack. Mm. And I think they'll find their attack against the Dragons well and truly. I think they'll find it many times. I'll tell you, and a that, pretty and that, good game. And that, that big game against the... Yeah, yeah. And that big game that the, the Dragons had against uh, the Panthers the other week, uh, that's going to get blasted far into the deep recesses of yeah. our memories, yeah. I think, before too late. Fuck the Dragons and fuck their fans. Yep. Look, you, you, know, you, 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 make a, you make a compelling argument, Glenny. <laughs> that's good <laughs> enough yeah, reason for and, me. And, and for that reason, and for that reason alone... <laughs> <laughs> I'm for the eels. <laughs> oh, now we haven't really been doing the mailbag stuff um, over the last couple of weeks, so I just want to acknowledge that, and we'll make sure we are we do uh, trot one out for for next Wednesday's episode. We'll, but, we'll uh, bring mailbag back now that the season's underway proper. Um, fuck, I will tell you what, maybe we'll start asking for contributions for news stories because I'm sure <laughs> that out of our vast listenership. We could actually have better news stories come to us from things people may have just observed on the side of the road. <laughs> than uh, the actual media. I don't know. Did you see a okay. dog taking a shit on a footpath? You know, well, look, I mean, I feel interesting. like I feel like I got things started last time with the with the you know the Swiss roll in the in the, <laughs> in the toilet <laughs> down there at, uh, was, at, at was the dog Central? wearing a West Tigers jersey? <laughs> if so, that's a news story. That's it. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Um, tipping we did, we've done. So I guess that's I guess that's it. That is full time for episode four fifty. Thanks to everyone for for joining us for yeah up to four hundred and fifty episodes. Well, there's only a very select group that were probably there for like the first five or so. But um, as always, it's been a pleasure. Uh, thanks for the support. And if you really want to support the show, head to uh, patreon.com forward slash Tool Nation and uh, become a patron. Um, and uh, get bonus or, episodes. Yeah, you know, if if you're uh, happen to be listening to the show somewhere over, like you know, in Germany, um, having having just fucking escaped an oppressive regime like the CCP, um, get your fucking lazy ass in some twill merch and go over and fight the Russians. So I mean, does do, do, yeah, yeah fighting the Russians is one thing. Well, fighting the Russians is one thing, but I mean, like. He doesn't have a Ukrainian title. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, like... I don't care. Talking about someone that would have listened to all 450. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, I mean, you know? definitely, definitely, yeah. You know? Fucking dodged national service in your own country. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Love it. And look, if you just want to... If you just want to send us... If you just want to send us scores on, you know, like, on Bayraktar fucking strikes on, on Russian on Russian weapons then by all means we'll do we'll do those instead of the stupid Paul Kent bullshit stories. Yeah, exactly. 
The next mailbag's going to be interesting. There's going to be a bunch of dogs taking shits and sponge cake fuckers and, <laughs> and Russian, Russian arms and sections. Accuracy. <laughs> Yeah, it is going to be it is going to be a bag like that. However, <laughs> however, far, far more interesting. It's going to be, be it's going to be better quality. Oh fuck! I tell the, you uh, what, we'll, 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 we won't take as long to get three you. fucking funny lines out of it. Oh, no, that's right, but I mean, people will be like, "Where's that? How's that relate to footy?" <laughs> I can't quote. I don't. I can't. Try, is it a metaphor? <laughs> why has Jay added David Nofaluma into that? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, it's always it's all offer all the time, isn't it? Yeah. That's it, fellas. I'll talk to you gentlemen next week and uh, talk to the rest of you in the recap episode. Slaughter. See ya. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.